guys, welcome back to another episode. Welcome, welcome. So, your movie, movie man voice. Um, so, sorry if we sound a little echoey today. Just want to throw that out there. We're recording this in the dining room. Kind of chaotic morning. The kids are both up but distracted and or napping right now. And so we're, we're usually recording these in our office late at night. But last night, I just did not have it in me to stay up and record. What about you? Mm-mm. I had a nice little uh, pizza coma and uh, <laughs> didn't want to work. I told Jordan yesterday that I feel like I've hit like mental fatigue. And I asked you guys on Instagram what today's episode should be about because I have mental fatigue and I was struggling to come up with a topic. And a lot of you guys actually wanted to hear about that and thought it would be a good topic to talk about and share about people are, are kind of all going through the same thing, whether you're a parent or, um, or not, or you have family or not, this pandemic in this year has brought on mental fatigue, I think for people. And it's not, you know, I don't think we'll necessarily be like negative Nancy's about it, but just letting you all know you're not alone there and what's, what that's feeling like. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. I think it hits people in different ways. And I think that, uh, like you said, if you're working from home, there's some serious mental fatigue that comes with that. And then also if you're working in an office, there's it's different. The way that people are working in offices or in restaurants and you know wherever you work, um, it's different than it used to be. And so this year is just, I think, thrown everyone for a loop, but it's okay and it's normal to be feeling a little fatigued emotionally and mentally right now. Yeah, I think what made me start, I'm trying to find the post right now, I can't find it, but um, what made me start identifying it as that is I saw this post on Instagram and it was all about decision fatigue as a mom and how there's little layers of decisions in your day-to-day life that you don't realize you have to make and last night it hit me when we were trying to decide what to eat for dinner like I physically couldn't do it because I feel like your brain only has a certain amount of capacity and when you hit it it can't function similar to you know anything else Um, and So decisions like whether or not to wear a jacket, what shoes to put on your kids, what groceries to get, you know, when to get gas in your car, what to put on TV if you're watching TV or whether or not to use TV, how to go about your workday. There's so many little things that it takes energy to decide throughout the day. And I've realized that those little things end up building up to deplete me. And yesterday I felt depleted. Um, And I think we've been feeling that way a lot this year, but you know that again to my point like you don't have to be a parent but then if you have kids it's adding in a whole nother layer of the decision making because you're deciding for them as well or at least for us when they're two and yes we give him choices and yes he's deciding things throughout the day but he refuses to wear a jacket and yeah, is not cho- potty trained so a lot of it we're still deciding his choices suck half the time so <laughs> no he's really good with deciding like snacks or deciding what toys to play with um you yeah, you're <laughs> you're a lot nicer than me. Um, His choices suck, okay, and so I fix it. Super dad. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Why is there somebody at the fucking door right now when our baby's napping? Don't do it. I don't even know what this pack what this package is, but. This is why it's so hard to record these podcasts. Also, just to let you guys know, um, and we have a blast doing the podcast, so it's not like, I don't mean to sound complaining about it, but I I think sometimes people, um, you know, can get 
upset when they're not out early in the morning on Wednesdays. So just our lives are a little chaotic right now and apologies there. But um, we will be starting to pre-record these episodes, I think, because I think if we could knock out like an afternoon of recording and have a few episodes at once, it would help our a few episodes prepared at once. It would help our capacity. And also I've been watching Big Sky and with that and The Bachelorette on Tuesday nights, it's just, we can't. I have three hours of TV committed Tuesday nights and I'm guaranteed to fall asleep 25% of the way in, so. Yeah, I was going to say, you don't watch three hours of TV. <laughs> you watch like, like I you per- said, I 20 minutes. I sit ready for three hours of TV. Yeah, then you fall asleep and I end up watching way too much bachelor by myself with that i didn't even i didn't commit to that oh, whatever. i was not signed up for that whatever you listen to the podcasts on the drive the same way i did you had me you locked had, in the car you had with me, your podcast you had me rewind the one episode so that you could make sure you heard i couldn't tell if it was ben or ed <laughs> i had to know oh my gosh yeah so, so anyways we've been feeling mental fatigue and if you're feeling it too no, you're not alone there. I think what helps us is having these conversations to one, admit it, to talk about it, to figure out like what the triggers are, what is contributing to it and how to tackle it better, whether it's more scheduling. Sorry if you can hear our dog's nails on the floor. Um, more scheduling or, you know, prioritizing throughout the week or just taking I always feel like I'm talking like I'm still at work but taking partners is something we would say a lot like if you can't tackle a project on your own take a partner know when to take a partner and I feel like you have to do that in life too like I have to take you as my partner and not try and do everything myself yeah I was gonna say and that's a good a good segue into what I was gonna say which is I think you have to identify when you need a break and you have to take it I think um as parents, um, you know, being partners in this, uh, it's easy to sometimes feel like guilt, like, oh, well, if I leave, I know I need like five minutes to clear my head, but I'm leaving them with them for five minutes. And at the end of the day, it's like, you just have to take it. And we, and you, like you said, you take a partner and you alternate. And one of the things that our pediatrician and our therapist told us was like, doing it together might not always be the best way in every moment like you have to alternate and give each other some breaks because then you guys get to recharge a little bit um if you're working like 75 percent all the time you're just going to get exhausted it's better to work 100 percent of the time and then take that break where you're not doing anything like zero and 100 is better than 75 all the time coco's nails are driving me crazy because i can hear it in the headphones um Yeah, I think we've talked about that on here before. And also, like, I don't know if we've talked about how we kind of tap out sometimes, too. Like, Jordan and I, when we hit a point in parenting where you just, you know, and if you you know, you know, you hit a point where you're like, I can't do this. I need to tap out for a second. Like, I need to go clear my head. I need a moment of fresh air. I need to remove myself from this situation because, like, it feels overwhelming. Like, you hit that mental fatigue. Um, and we'll do that. We'll take time out when we need it. You know, I'll take both kids. If you need a second to breathe and you'll do the same for me. And like uh, the other day, I just went and sat in the playroom <laughs> by myself for a few minutes to just give myself a moment. Um, and Jordan took the kids cause like I really needed it in that moment. And I think that's totally okay. And what we as parents and we as adults feel, like you said, we feel guilty and we feel like we can't do that 
if it's not a paid job. But the reality is parenthood and I mean, kind of adulthood in general these days, because we're in lockdown and, you know, this year has been such a whirlwind, but parenthood is a full-time job. And if you had a full-time job anywhere else, you would get a lunch break every day. You would get 10 minute rest breaks, you know, throughout the day, you would have bathroom breaks in peace. You would be able to get a drink of water when you needed it. And those are the things that we feel guilty taking as parents, or we feel guilty working those into our day, or we feel like they're not prioritized the same way sending that email would be, or the same way, you know, running our errands or completing things off the to-do list, those often come first before our own mental and physical health. And so to combat the mental fatigue, it's like we've got to one, give ourselves a break and allow ourselves to take care of ourselves the same way you would if you're working any other full-time job. And two, schedule yourself and prioritize again, the same way you would any other full-time job. Like if any other job, you would get your schedule either a week in advance or two weeks in advance, or you have a set nine to five, you know what to expect. And so I think this year has taught us like we've lost all sense of structure that we're used to. And so we're trying to build our own sense of structure the best way we can. Personally, that's why I like Tuesdays, trash truck Tuesdays so much. Cause it's like something we can guarantee is going to happen on Tuesdays. Like, you know, it sounds ridiculous, but no, I think you're right. And I think at least from the, from the parenting side, you know, having our kids 24-7, one of the things that we have to figure out and get better at, um, not just for our own scheduling, is we need to give that structure to the kids because the kids are happier and they're less stressed and they behave better when they have structure. And I think that's where you and me have, you know, lost our way a little bit along this year because you spend so much time balancing 20 different things that it's more like survival mode and less about like thriving with the schedule and so I think at least where we're at and where we've been working on it is having more of a schedule more of a routine and we noticed on those days the kids behave better and quite frankly when the kids behave better our mental fatigue (laughs) yeah our mental fatigue is like not as bad so you know we're less exhausted when they're when the kids are happy and so like at least on the parenting side I think the more work you put in there um, and I'm not giving advice because we're not even doing that yet but like as we prepare ourselves for that we can see the results really quickly like life is easier I think when you put some structure in place um and I don't think it's working harder because like all of us parents are working hard. It's more about like working smarter. Like what yeah. can we do to like what things can you do to give these kids some structure? And baby steps, you know, it's like anything. Else. I feel like I'm constantly talking about like working out and eating healthy on here. But it's like that or it's like cleaning. Like for me, my one thing that makes me feel so mentally fatigued is the clutter around the house. And I am by no means like a cleanly person. <laughs> like I'm not a neat freak, whatever. Um, and so I feel like a messy person and with kids, it's that on like a whole nother level. And so the clutter around the house, the just random shit surrounding us, both literally and figuratively (laughs) has, it overwhelms me. And so I may not have a full day or the ability to completely clean our house. You know, we're, we don't have a house cleaner or any kind of maid come. I know a lot of people do, Um, And so you see these perfect houses on Instagram and you're like, damn it, why can't I achieve that? And it starts to make you feel bad, but you may not have the same resources as that person and we don't. So 
Anyways, my point is that I may not have a full day to completely clear our house the way I would like to, but the little things I pick up along the way help my mental state. You know, if I can pick up the one item on the counter that we're no longer using and put that away, it's a step to progress. It's a step or it's a, it's progress. It's a step in the right direction. It helps my mentality to see that like I'm moving things along there. And I think the same goes for scheduling those parenting breaks, scheduling a moment to breathe, or, you know, you may not be able to take a full lunch break. Obviously you can't take 30 minutes off of being a mom in the middle of the day. You can. Yeah. You can, if you have a partner, if you have someone, not everybody can, you know, that's what I'm saying is that not everybody has the luxury of a husband home 24 hours a day. Like even though we're in a state of chaos, I also think we're very fortunate that we both have each other all day long. And so if you can't do that, how can you find a baby step? in the right direction, you know, Yeah. to give yourself any bit. Yeah. And I think when you talk about baby steps, one of the things that makes that easier, and you and me were just talking about this in a different context yesterday about goals, short-term and long-term, but in terms of just like balancing and taking baby steps towards your own mental well-being, I think it's good to keep a list of the things that you know are going to make you feel better. Mm -hmm. So for you, like, I think it's if we have a list that we know it's like, okay, here's the things that we should prioritize to make our day a successful day or make our day a less stressful one. And it probably could start with like, you know, getting the kids out for a walk or getting some cleaning done early on, getting the dishes done in the morning, like making a list of those things that you know are high priority to yourself, I think is important because right now I think a lot of us have like 30 things that we're trying to work on or 30 things that bother us or 30 things that just like, oh, I have so much to do. Pick the top 10, focus on those. You can't really control all of them, but focus on the ones that you can control and impact. And I think those, like you said, those baby steps, checking that off the list, or just knowing that you're prioritizing those things, I think that can set you up for mental success. Yeah, it's like, ooh, mental success. Yeah, I like that. I want to be mentally successful. Um, One thing that was really eye opening for me when I started therapy was, you know, I went into therapy, and I was like, I was like, there's so much fucking wrong with me and I don't know where to start. And I have all these issues from my life I want to talk through. But like, first I have to figure out how I'm not, how to not break down in the hard moments day to day right now. Like, you know, it's like, I don't know. I just felt like there was so much I wanted to cover. And, um, I told like one thing I really wanted to work on was that I was having these moments where it just felt so overwhelming and like so much anxiety was induced when, life got really chaotic all at once. And so she helped me figure out what was contributing to that. Like, so what moments were the hardest for me? Um, And basically I went a week of documenting, like when I would get super overwhelmed or super frustrated or just like down or suffocated, I would write it down and I would write down everything that was happening in that moment. And I would write down why I felt that way and what was contributing to it. And after a week, I looked at everything that was, you know, all of the reoccurring instances and they all were time management related. And she helped me see that. So for, you know, that may not be the case for everybody, but for us, it was whenever a million things were going on at once, or whenever I had four things I was trying to do at once, it was like really impacting my mental state and really pushing me to that state of fatigue. Um, And so identifying it is what allowed us to then start pulling back the layers and start figuring out how to combat it. And so basically my advice there is 
identify it, whatever it is for you, do the same thing. Spend a week documenting what is contributing to it and see how you can chip away and start treating it. Oh, hey. You want to watch Paw Patrol? Yes. How about Mommy and Daddy wrap this up, and then we'll go play with you in the playroom? No, I want Paw No, this is like story of our lives. I want Paw Patrols. TV's going to be broken again soon. <laughs> um, all right, well, there's our cue. Sorry it's a shorter episode, but hopefully it had some juice for you guys. If you are feeling mentally fatigued, know you're not alone. Everyone is going through it for one reason or another this year but if you know the more you have on your plate the more normal it is to feel that way and you may not see it on social media but it's there and hang in there tomorrow's a new day tomorrow's or the next minute tomorrow's a new minute you know, my brain's know. not, not I working. Don't, I don't know if I like that yeah I mean um, it doesn't make sense That's but yeah and at the same time we're all in this together we're all going through it and so celebrate those days even when they're tough and uh beat the heat yesterday i felt mentally fatigued and i felt like i we were trying to decide what to have for dinner and i was like i can't make this decision and jordan's like okay we'll have pizza and i like we know what we get from our pizza place like we do the same thing every single time we have the number we don't need to look at the menu and my reaction was to google the place pull up their menu and start browsing all of the different options on their website as if we've never been there before. And it was just like a reaction because my brain wasn't working anymore. Um, and I just like put my head in my hands and Jordan's like, I'll call it in. This is what we're doing. Like, you know, like you took over because I needed that in that moment. But at the end of the day, we still beat the heat. And, we did. And we cheers to beating the heat. So if you haven't listened to that episode, please do it hopefully I've heard it's helpful. It's something that is like our mantra that keeps us going, but just know every minute, every hour is a chance to reset. You don't have to wait for anything to hit you. Like grab life by the balls. You know, I wish there was a more eloquent way of saying it, but that's how I felt like saying it. Could say grab the bull by the horns. Is that what it is? Uh, that's usually what it is. I thought the saying was grab life by the ball. Grab him by his dick and just... <laughs> Just get them. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, I didn't make it that vulgar. Just whatever. So, grab the bull by the horns. Or the balls. <laughs> Just, know. you know, do what you got to do. I don't want to say that. And and take, you know, take the best control you can in a world that feels uncontrollable. And, you know, every day I'm losing track Yeah. You sound so corny. As Daryl from The Office would say is... Be your best self. <laughs> yeah. It, you got this. Yeah, you got this. Anyways, hang in there. You're going to beat the heat. And at the end of the day today, grab yourself whatever you need to drink and cheers. Water, iced tea, anything. Hard liquor if it's your appropriate. Wine if you need. Just keep on living. Keep on living. You've got this. Thanks for listening, guys. And we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.